I'm going to break down the only conference championship game that features two top 10 teams. That's right. I'm talking about the Big 12 championship game between the number 10 Kansas State Wildcats and the number three ranked TCU Horned Frogs. TCU wins this game, they're almost guaranteed a spot in the college football playoff. Can the Wildcats derail or potentially derail that college football playoff berth for the Horned Frog? Pull up a chair, sit back, relax, and let's talk about it. What is up, college sports fans, fellow members of Mountaineer Nation? This is Coos, and welcome into another edition of Coos' Corner. Pull that chair up and let me serve you up this shot of top-shelf college football content. On tap in this episode, a preview of the upcoming Big 12 title game between the Kansas State Wildcats and the TCU Horned Frogs. The game will be played on Saturday, December the 3rd at 12 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Central, and will air on ABC. Kansas State comes into this game with a record of 9-3. TCU comes in at 12-0. So, like I said, if TCU wins, they're almost guaranteed a spot in the CFP. A loss could potentially knock them out, depending on what the other teams do this weekend. Now, let's get right into the breakdown. First, let's look at the odds to the game. The ESPN matchup predictor has TCU as a favorite in this game, giving them a 53.9% chance to win, with Kansas State a 46.1% chance to win. When you look at the Vegas odds, Vegas also favors TCU slightly by minus 25 now, this game is played on a neutral field, but because TCU is the higher-ranked team, they are considered the home team. So because of that, we will talk about the Kansas State players and team stats first. Speaking of the team stats, let's look at those real quick. I'll actually share those on the screen with you. We look at these stats. You Obviously, you see that the points per game, you've got Kansas State at 33.4 points per game, which is 34th in the country. TCU at 41.3 points per game, which is good for number four in the country. This offense has been explosive all year. They just put up 63 points in their last regular season game against the Iowa State Cyclones, who was at one time the best defense in the Big 12 Conference. When you see points allowed per game, you've got Kansas State at 19.4, which is good for 14th in the country. TCU is 53rd in the country, giving up 24.5 points per game. Total yards per game, Kansas State 40th, 421.5 yards per game of total offense. TCU, 473.3 yards per game, which is good for 16th nationally. When you look at passing, Kansas State is 94th with 211.5. TCU is 25th in the country at 274.8. Yards rushing, Kansas State is 17th in the country at 210 yards per game. TCU is averaging 198.5 yards per game on the ground, which is good for 27th in the country, actually tied at 27th in the country. Now, when you look at yards allowed, Kansas State's giving up 357.3 yards a game, which is good for 45th nationally. TCU is giving up 383.5 a game, which is good for 74th nationally. When you look at passing yards allowed, Kansas State is at 214.1. TCU is at 238.7. Kansas State is 54th nationally. TCU is 87th. When you look at rushing yards allowed, Kansas State's giving up 143.2 yards per game on the ground, which is 50 seventh in the country. TCU is giving up 144.8, which is 62nd in the country. So if you look at Kansas State, they really don't do anything at the elite level. They do have a good running game and a good defense. I wouldn't call them elite. They're just a really good balanced football team. I mean, they just 
They're they're a good all around team. They don't make a lot of mistakes. They don't shoot themselves in the foot. They play balanced. They're good on special teams, which I'll touch on later. But then you look at TCU, where they just have a really explosive offense. They're good enough on the defensive side, but they are excellent and elite on the offensive side. That 40, that's why they're averaging 41.3 points a game in scoring. When you look at Kansas State, their leading passer on the year is Adrian Martinez. However, Adrian Martinez is questionable for this game. Coach Chris Kleiman said that he's hoping he'll be healthy for this game, but he's not 100% sure yet. And if he is clear to play, he hopes to use him in certain situations. I don't know if that's just coach speak, trying to get TCU to prepare for him, or if he really will be able to play. However, Will Howard has stepped in and done a really good job this year as the backup quarterback for Kansas State. You could actually argue he's done better than Adrian Martinez. When you look at Howard, he's 83 for 132 passing, 1,224 yards, which is 9.3 yards per completion, 62.9% completion percentage, and 13 touchdowns. So only two interceptions, and he's only been sacked three times with 170.2 passer rating. So really, really good performances by Will Howard this year. When you look at the first meeting, Kansas State led for most of that game, which has really been the story for TCU most of the season. But not only did not only were they down to their second string quarterback, Will Howard actually got hurt for part of that game. And they were and Kansas State was down to their third string quarterback for a, a large portion of that game. Could that game have turned out differently? Had Will Howard not went down, Howard has played really good football since coming off for Adrian Martinez. So I personally don't think Kansas State will miss a beat without Adrian Martinez. Now, if they can bring him in and use him in the running game some, because we all know he's dangerous with his legs, you know, I think that could be a beneficial. But at the same time, do you really want to break Will Howard's momentum if he if he gets some in that game? When you look at the other key players for Kansas State on the offensive side, you've when you look at Deuce Vaughn, we all know that Deuce Vaughn is really the catalyst that makes that Kansas State offense tick. Deuce Vaughn has carried the ball 245 times for 1,295 yards, seven touchdowns, averaging 5.3 yards per carry. But that's not it. He's also second on the team in receiving. Deuce Vaughn has caught 40 balls. He's second on the team in receptions with 40. 348 yards, an average of 8.7 yards per completion, and three scores through the air as well. So Deuce Vaughn is just, he can do it all. Really, really talented back. I think he's third in the Big 12 in rushing. And like I said, he's second on the Kansas State team in receiving. So he can hurt you in multiple ways. Then when you look at at the receiving core, Malik Knowles is their leading receiver, has caught 46 balls on the year for 679 yards, average of 14.8 yards per catch with two scores. Now when you look at some other key players for this Kansas State team, a player I really like, is Ben Sennett, the tight end. He's really come on this year, number 34 for the Wildcats. He's caught 26 balls for 367 yards, three touchdowns for 14.1 yards per catch. And then another wide receiver that you got to watch who's also having a good year is Phillip Brooks. He averaged 14 yards per catch. And then you've got running back D.J. Giddens. When Deuce Vaughn needs a breather, they bring D.J. Giddens in. D.J. Giddens has carried the ball 74 times for 422 yards and six scores averaging 5.7 yards per carry. So he's averaging almost as many yards per carry as Deuce is. So D.J. Giddens is a good running back in his own right. So Kansas State can hurt you in multiple ways on the offensive side. Now, when you look at defensively for the for the Wildcats, really it all revolves around Felix and UDK Uzama. They call him King Felix. He leads the Big 12 in sacks with 7.5 on the season. They've also got defensive end Brendan Mott on the other side, who has six sacks of his own. So they can bring pressure from both ends of that defensive line. And then at the linebacker position, they're really good too. They've got 
Austin Moore, who's their leading tackler with 82 tackles on the year, 55 of those being solo, and then he also has a pick on the year as well. And then the defensive secondary, you've got uh, three guys that have three interceptions apiece. You've got safety Kobe Savage, safety Sincere Mason, and cornerback Julius Brents. All of those guys have three interceptions on the season. Now, when you look at TCU, the key players for TCU, obviously, number one name that comes to mind, Mr. Max Duggan, the quarterback. He's thrown for 3,070 yards this year, 221 completions on 332 attempts, 66.6% completion percentage with 29 scores and only three interceptions, folks. 29 to 3 touchdown interception ratio has a 171.3 quarterback rating. Just a fantastic season for Max Duggan. Has really thrived in this Sonny Dykes offense. He's even getting a little bit of talk for the Heisman. We'll see if, if he ends up in New York for that ceremony. So he really is one that leads this offense. And just think, guys, he did not even win the starting job to begin the season. He came in because of an injury to the starter, and he has just not looked back. And he's just played fantastic this year for the Horned Frogs. Now, when you look at the running game, you've got Kendra Miller, another 1,200-yard rusher in the Big 12 Conference. He's carried the ball 199 times for 1,260 yards, 16 touchdowns, average of 6.3 yards per carry. 6.3 yards per carry with 16 touchdowns. Just a fantastic season for Kendra Miller. And then receiving, obviously we all know about Quentin Johnson. Guy's going to be a pretty high NFL draft pick, I would think. He's caught 49 balls for 764 yards, five touchdowns, an average of 15.6 yards per catch. Just a really big play threat, can kill you over the top. Very athletic, very dangerous. Uh, Quentin Johnson has been banged up. Injured the last game. I'm not sure if he'll play. I'm not sure of the status of his health. TCU fans, please let me know in the comment section what do you know about Quentin Johnston and his status for this Big 12 title game. Some other key players for the Horned Frogs. Cannot forget another wide receiver named Darius Davis. Darius Davis has caught 33 balls, 393 yards, five touchdowns, average of 11.9 yards per catch. Very fast, quick twitch player. Can Once he gets in open space, he is gone. You can throw him a screen pass. If he gets good enough blocking, he will take it to the house on you. Then you've got tight end Jared Wiley. So TCU has a tight end of their own that can hurt you. He's caught 17 balls for 197 yards and four touchdowns, 11.6 yards per catch. So watch out for Jared Wiley if you're the Kansas State Wildcats. Then on the defensive side, really, to me, it all revolves around star corner, Travius Hodges-Tomlinson, the nephew of LaDainian Tomlinson. He is third in the Big 12 with pass breakups with 10 to go along with three interceptions. And then you've got really good play at that linebacker spot for the TCU Horned Frogs. Really, my opinion, the strength of this TCU defense is that middle. And you've got Johnny Hodges, who has 76 total tackles and 37 solo tackles on the year, which leads the team and also has two sacks. Then you've got Jamoy Hodge, who has 65 tackles, 33 solo, with four and a half sacks. And then linebacker D. Winters leads the team in sacks with six and a half, which is fourth in the Big 12, also has 57 tackles, 32 of those solo tackles. So those are the key players you need to watch for for each team. Now let's look at the keys to victory for each of these teams. First, let's start with Kansas State. For Kansas State, offensively, run, run, run. Give Deuce Vaughn the ball as many times as possible. When I say run, it could even be a screen to Deuce Vaughn. But give Deuce Vaughn the football as much as you can. Take up as much time of possession as you can. Use that clock. Control that clock. 
keep that big play TCU offense off the field and utilize the strength of your offense, which is deuce, double deuces. Defensively, if you're Kansas State, you need to force turnovers. They are plus 14 in turnover margin, which is tied for second in the country. So they need to force turnovers, and they can't do it. They need to get some pressure. Another key is getting pressure on Max Duggan. If I'm Kansas State, I want to get pressure up the middle, force Max Duggan, if he does scramble, to scramble to the outside, allow your linebackers and safeties to come up and make a play on him. Do not let him get open in the middle because if Max Duggan gets a wide-open lane in the middle, he will get 10, 15 yards. He will get it in chunks. Another key for Kansas State is special teams. Kansas State is one of the best in the country when it comes to special teams. They are top 10 nationally in kick return yards, kick return yards allowed, and net punting yards. So they are good across the board in special teams. So Kansas State can win the special teams battle, which they should do. That also gives them a really good chance to win this game. And on the other hand, TCU is not so good in special teams. They are 102nd nationally in kick return yards allowed and in net punting. So, so they are not as good on the special teams in. So Kansas State should theoretically win the field position battle in this game. Now the keys to victory for TCU, when you look at TCU offensively, it's all about balance to me. Yes, they can hit you over the top with some big plays to Quentin Johnston, assuming he plays, or even their other receivers. They can make big plays with other receivers too. But it's all about the run game here as well. Not only with the running back, Kendra Miller, who's a great back in his own right and one of the most underrated backs in the country, in my opinion, but also Max Duggan. Utilize Max Duggan in the run game, hopefully up the middle or between the tackles. Try to get some yards there. Hold on to the football. Keep your high-powered offense on the field. Plus, if you have success in the running game, it opens up your pass game so you can't hit some of those long shots down the field. Defensively for TCU, stop Deuce Vaughn. Know where that guy's at at all times. Try to force somebody else to beat you. Now, West Virginia actually did pretty good at that when the Mountaineers played them in Morgantown. However, they gave up too many long pass plays. West Virginia secondary and linebackers could not stop the Kansas State passing game, so therefore Kansas State was still able to move the ball. TCU might be able to stop Deuce Vaughn and stop the rest of the Kansas State offense a little more effectively because they are better on the defensive side of the ball than West Virginia. Also, defensively, if I'm TCU, I'm running to the football, whether it's Giddens, whether it's Vaughn, whoever has the ball, run to the ball, gang tackle, because especially Deuce Vaughn, he, you're not going to get him probably with one guy, and you're definitely not going to arm tackle. So you need to get as many defenders to the football as possible to try to bring that guy down. Now for my score prediction. I've mulled this over and mulled this over, and I've kind of I keep changing my mind. Earlier in the week, I felt really good about Kansas State actually pulling this game out and winning the game. But every time I think about TCU, they have been down in almost every game they've played this year. They always find a way to come back and win, typically in the second half. They just find ways to get it done, and I don't think it'll be any different this week. I'm going with my gut here. I'm going with the TCU Horned Frogs, and I think TCU pulls it out. I think it's a really close game. That two and a half is probably a pretty good spread on this game, in my opinion. I think it's going to be tight, but I think at the end, TCU's offense will just be too good, and I think they end up winning this game 31-28. to 28. TCU winning by three and covering the two and a half point spread. Let me know, Coos's Corner family, what is your score prediction for this game? Do you think TCU wins this game, finishes undefeated, and gets into the college football playoff, which will be great for the Big 12 Conference? Do you think Kansas State avenges their earlier season loss with a healthy Will Howard, maybe even a little bit of Adrian Martinez sprinkled in? Do you think Kansas State is able to utilize Deuce Vaughn and overcome this powerful TCU offense and get a victory and win the Big 12 title 
in Chris Kleiman's fourth year at the helm for the Wildcats. I want to hear your thoughts. If you want to support my channel financially and help me grow this thing, you can do it in a couple different ways. Number one, you can check out my merch store, several different items to choose from. And if you buy something between now and Sunday, December the 4th, you not only get a 15% discount, you also get free shipping. Take advantage of this offer right now. Also, you can join Kuz's Corner. Hit that join button right below this video. Become a member. Take advantage of the perks I have to offer there. There's two levels. There's the Country Roads level member and the Mountaineer Maniac level member. Last but not least, if you can't support me financially, but you want to support me in other ways that really help me, you can do it for free in four ways. You can like this video by hitting the thumbs up button. You can share this with your friends. You can drop that comment below. Last but not least, hit the subscribe button. Help me get to my goal of 5,000 subscribers, hopefully by the end of the year. All of that helps the YouTube algorithm, helps my channel grow organically. And I really appreciate you tuning in to this preview of the Big 12 Conference title game. And until the next episode of Kuzis Corner, Q Country Roads.